Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, 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 and welcome to another Scoutcast brought to you by Fantasy Football Scout. As always, you are joined by me, Andy, FPL Mode, and we are also joined by Seb, who's got an L on his screen. That's because I haven't cut his thing out very well. Seb, how's it going? You all right? I'm good, thanks. I've not seen the screen yet, so uh, I'm excited to see how you've managed to uh, manage to throw an L on my screen. But I will, I will take that. I'm a bit of an L with a hit, but we can get onto that in a bit. Uh, otherwise, I'm good, thank you. How about you? Yeah, I'm not too bad, thank you. I, I mean, I say you've got an L on your screen. The only L on the screen is on Rich's. Rich, look at that lovely red arrow. How's it going? I'm tumbling, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> Last time we were on, I just got into the top 10K and yeah, down to 30K now. I mean, there's a reason for that, though, isn't there? Well, there's a few reasons. Palmer was one. We finished the stream just before Palmer. Oh, yeah. Oh, what was that last time? Oh, yeah. We had that. And then I had three Liverpool players. They all got injured. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, hang on then. So, obviously, tonight we haven't spoken to you for a while because we didn't do last week because it was in the middle of the double game week. We wanted to do one a bit later on, but there was another scout stream on on thursday that hardly anybody watches so we thought we didn't want to uh to oh, oh, what uh, <laughs> obviously on thursday deadline dilemmas was on with uh with rich and Pras. So we didn't want to step on their toes at all and obviously rich was already engaged i couldn't so, do two at once no exactly i mean no commitment and i wouldn't want to have to choose no that's what it is yeah. i wouldn't want to let you down mate so we obviously haven't spoken to people in a bit but Seb, if we go to you first, how's the last couple of weeks gone? You're up to 13k. That's not too bad, is it? I mean, last time we spoke, you were inside the top 10k just. Yeah, last time, both me and Rich were about nine. I think Rich was a little bit ahead, wasn't he? But about like 9k. But as you said, I think that was before, was it before that Chelsea match? So even it if was, Palmer hadn't done good stuff, it was, yeah. we would have, I think I was dropping out anyway, just based on like appearance points. So a bit of a false position there. In the meantime, I think I went like, 25k after i don't remember was it after a little bit of a liverpool fail and then yeah back into like 13 after the after this last week although again bowen's scored a couple so far tonight Ariola, okay not clean sheet but still playing auto subs to come in so i'd imagine i drop at least a couple of k there maybe yeah and rich talk us through your last couple of weeks because you've had some eventful eventful game weeks haven't you to, to be fair, the only, I mean, these last two I've had red arrows in the last yeah. two game weeks. And they're the first ones I've had since like before Christmas. Mm. So I can't complain too much. And, but I mean, what's let me down was those Liverpool injuries doing yeah. the double. And I know players like Jota, that affected most of the game. Um, but obviously I lost Trent just before. Basically Doughty. This is all down to Doughty. He's cost me over 20 points so far. You like him, don't you? Do you know what? Oh, No. And what's funny is when I signed him, I actually messaged Joe to apologise because I'd not been very nice about Doughty. Then I bought him. So I apologised to Joe. Oh, dear. And then, oh. I mean, I think I, we... think I might top your point loss because we did very similar moves, right? I ended up with uh, Jota, Trent, same as you. But in getting Doughty, I got rid of Walker and didn't have him for his double. So I think I might be even further on those moves obviously you know i got a bit but lucky. then walker didn't play this week so you wouldn't have got Paul torres massive one pointer 
True, <laughs> true, true. Although I took a hit to do that. I mean, when we get to the team, yeah. I'm going to throw it's, it. But like, it's all I think still really all close. The, all I, the I like the team now. I did a minus eight this week as well. So That one wasn't on me. That one wasn't on me. Do we talk over each other again? Oh, a little bit. Oh. <laughs> I apologise. But well, what I was going to say was, we were looking at your team two weeks ago and saying just how perfectly set up you were for that double game week. And the, I mean, what are the chances that Darwin and Jota both get injured both go off and only play a quarter of that double game week. Allison was out as well. Like all these players that everybody was getting in, KDB only played one game. Haaland only got 10 points. Like it was a proper wolf in sheep's clothing double game week, wasn't it, Rich? I mean, all my City players did start both games. Yeah. Like I had three attackers. They both started both games. So I'm happy with the pick there. And, I, you know, I didn't, didn't go for KDB. Mm. I mean, it could have been a lot worse, to be honest. And like I said, most most people, I know you didn't have Jota, but most people did. Yeah. Um, I mean, you both had, one of you had Jota and one of you had Darwin. I just had both. Yeah. I ended up with no defender because I had Trent for so long and I bought in Doughty, so I couldn't do Trent to Van Dyke. Um, Trent to Van Dyke, actually, I wouldn't have played Saliba. So I'd have got, I wouldn't have got the six points, I'd have got 10. But then I'd have had to do a hit to remove Van Dyke. Yeah. So... I mean, that's not that's not cost me. Um, and to be honest, this is a tiny. I mean, I finished that week that I was in 10K. I finished at 15K. Yeah. So I've dropped, what, 14K plus all the Bowen points. But And obviously, we'll talk in a minute why you also had a little bit of a red this week too when we bring up your team in terms of the moves <laughs> you did this week for the blank game week. So if I talk a little bit about what we're going to talk about tonight. Now, this is going to be a little bit weird tonight because there's a massive caveat that we obviously don't know the fixtures in 29 yet. But after this week, we will. So over the next couple of days, a lot of what we say tonight is going to be caveated by the fact that we are now going to know the fixtures in 29. So where we're saying, oh, we'll do these moves or this is what I'm thinking in the future, that's going to be heavily changed by what is going to happen in the next couple of days. So we do apologise. This is going to be quite a general stream, I would say. If we were doing this on Thursday, it would be very, very different. So well done for those people that are streaming on Thursday, Rich and Praz, because uh, we'll be very much uh, looking forward to tuning into that one because I think that would be quite good. But we're here to keep you going. That's exactly what we're here for. So we're going to be looking at our points and how we got on this week in the blank game week. We're going to be looking at the fixtures. So we got Lego Mane and we got Mikel's fixtures that we're going to put up on the screen. We've got a little bit of an over or under how did they do from the double game week, which I'm going to tell you now, there's a lot more unders than you think. Uh, and we've also got our, our bus teams and what we're kind of thinking. We've got our community team and we've also got a bit of a Q&A as well. We're more than happy to answer some questions for you. But again, that caveat's going to be there. We're not going to know the fixtures until, well, Thursday, well, Wednesday night, we're going to know all the fixtures, aren't we? So uh, we look very much looking forward to that because that's when we can start planning properly. So let's have a look then. So my points in this blank game week so far. So I've got Ariola in goal. He's playing. He's already lost his clean sheet. I prefer that. I prefer losing a clean sheet after 13 minutes to 93 minutes. So there you go. Then I've got Saliba, Estepinian. Uh, so Saliba got two. Estepinian got one. Mitchell got five. Oh, what a hero. Taylor got one. That game was looking okay, nil-nil, until Brownhill got sent off. And then uh, Crystal Palace went on a wild one. Then I had Foden with 11. I obviously watched that game. Foden was absolutely incredible, by the way. Uh, Saka got 10. Gordon got two. Huang got three. Thought there'd be a zero on the end of that. But no, he did get three against Sheffield United. Uh, he actually went down in the warm-up, which I was thinking this is going to be peak FPL for him not to even play. But there you go. Harlan got 10 as captain and Watkins got nine. I had Dubravka, Richarlison, Bradley and Darwin on the bench, who obviously didn't play. So 
I think it was 52 I was on. Uh, and then Ariola still... No, 54 with Ariola still to play. So I'm on a tiny green from 75 to 67. I'll take a green this week. I just did one free transfer, which was KDB to Huang, which has got me three points. So there you go. It did solidify in my head, though, that I was pretty sure I was going to free hit in 29 unless the mighty Leeds beat Chelsea. So we'll see what happens there. I'm sure that'll happen. It'll be fine. Uh, or... If Bournemouth and uh, Wolves obviously have a fixture, that'd be quite nice as well. But we'll see what happens. Uh, so 54 points, nothing special. Rich, talk us through yours, because yours is way more exciting than mine. I don't know about exciting. I mean, this is, again, because I went for the double, bought Doughty. I knew I was going to do a hit this week. I did a slightly bigger hit than I thought I would. What did you do? Um, you but do? yeah, what the moves that I did. What was your hit? Okay, so I, did a, I had two free transfers. Yeah. I did a minus eight. I to be fair, I'm actually six points up on it. I uh, I bought in Watkins for Darwin, so yeah. Watkins straight away with nine. I bought in Solanke for Alvarez, which I am three points down on so far. But I knew I wanted Solanke long term or well medium term anyway. Yeah, had a couple of price rises there already. The the other one, I mean, I was pretty far, far clear that I was going to do Jota to Wang. I became quite clear on that. Option two was Douglas Louise, but I was never really that close to it. I wanted to get Wang in this week. Yeah. Then it was Pau Torres or Aitnori. And again, just because of 29, because I'd gone for the Wolves midfielder, I wanted to go for the Villa defender, even though Pau Torres was a very boring pick. Obviously, Aitnori got, what, 12 points? Yeah. Pau Torres got injured at half time. Uh, or injured just before half-time and then subbed at half-time. So he got in a massive one-pointer. Um, hopefully he's back, hopefully he's back soon. But yeah, God. 51 points. Ariola to play, minus eight. Defenders did nothing. Estepinion, one. Gabriel, two. Saliba, two. Disgusting clean sheet wipe out there again. Yeah. Al Torres, one. Chan, um, he got three, which was only one less than Jota in a double game week. So... Yes, in a way, it's kind of a win. Uh, Saka 10. <laughs> what, what a way of looking at it. Saka, who a few weeks ago we were having to defend. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> he was a, a must-sell. Uh, Foden 11, Harlan captain 10, Solanke got two, Watkins 9. Yeah. it's, it's it, Obviously, I mean, Saka was... When you mentioned about a couple of weeks ago we were defending people to keep him in, I think he's now at like 97% EO at our ranks, which is just... Like he's obviously his points don't mean anything anymore, but for a while we were getting quite some nice points from well, I imagine it's going to be the opposite next week because I think Watkins, Saka, and Haaland are all going to go above 100. percent Yeah, I'd have thought. Or yeah, no, I'm pretty confident Saka definitely will. Saka will probably hit 110. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Then that's obviously where it gets harder that a few of your players are obviously not getting you the points that you want. But no, it's it's good. It's um it's interesting with the minus eight mini wild card, isn't it? Mini wild card makes it feel better then. Uh, so that was good, but obviously it we were was. unlucky with Powell there as well. Seb, talk us through your points because uh, you had the best week out of all of us. Yeah, I actually though, because I also took a minus eight. So oh, I think I mean I mean yeah maybe. Um, yes, yeah, sorry, everyone else had that sounded what I meant. It yeah, I'm going to stop talking myself into that hole of smugness. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I just 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 before we go through this week, I thought it'd be interesting just to like go what I did in the one before as well because it's been too two weeks of hits and I'm sort of more pleased with the one last week, even though it came off worse than the one this week. So for the double, I did Trent to Bradley and Palmer to Jota. 
other options were available, such as Van Dyke and Diaz, which would have gone much, much better. But obviously with injuries and all that stuff, I think, you know, getting Jota, we didn't know he's going to get injured. He got an assist early, so that was nice. Bradley, minutes was a nice shout. Van Dyke scored a goal. Fair enough. Um, that one, I think that I think I went down on that one or broke even or something. Um, but then, yeah, the one this week, which I'll go through the team in a second, I took a minus eight as well. And me and Rich basically have the same team now with a couple mm. of changes. Uh, in fact, the team we're lining up next week is identical apart from a goalkeeper and a defender swap. So I have Briar in goal, uh, Trippier with, with zero, Gabriel with two, Power with one, who's one of the transfers, Saka 10, Douglas Louise 15. Didn't bring him in this week. I've held him for a, a very, very long time. Um, so probably a bit jammy there. Got him for the minutes and the penalties, and he scored two open play goals from two shots, I think. So, yeah, a, a swing and a sort of hit. Very lucky one. Uh, Foden with 11. Quang, as many other people did, with three. Uh, Solanke, Haaland, and Watkins up front. So my transfers were Jota Twang, which I think I was always going to do. Did that nice and early, I think. Then I added two more transfers on Saturday morning, and I remember texting, we were texting you two. And so I was being like, it just didn't feel like if we didn't know Alvarez wasn't going to start, moving him to Watkins maybe didn't feel worth it. I didn't know about Powell. And then in the last second, I kind of just, I th- genuinely, I think it was scrolling Twitter, seeing lots of people doing it. I was out in town. And so I was just on my phone going, I'm not going to get enough information in time. I'll just make these moves, leave it, whatever. Obviously, the Watkins one came off and kind of paid for the minus eight. But obviously, the Powell didn't. So if I just left it at minus four, I'd be much better off. And I don't want to think of it as like a, a chunk decision because it wasn't it was like you know stepping up my hits as i went and probably not the wisest way into it but maybe you know maybe came out up but it didn't feel like it right it didn't feel like particularly great decision making but yeah i got away with it mostly because of douglas Weeze. so we take it and we move i think yeah i think you so i was just gonna say i think your decision you could because it was bradley you sold wasn't it yeah, I did Bradley to Powell and yeah. Alvarez to Watkins. So I think it was more viable you kept Bradley because obviously I was selling yes. Trent, and I was very, it was very unlikely that Trent's going to be back, have meaningful minutes against Forest. So I, I kind of had thought, well, Trent had forced me into it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I've I've still got Bradley, and I'm thinking about playing him next week. Yeah, I think that's a good move. Yeah, so for me, like, if Powell had kept that clean sheet or stayed on the pitch, either of them, that would have been fine. I think that was maybe all right, and as well, looking to head to a future weeks. But it was one of those, once I'd done it, I was like, wait, why have I taken a minus four there, even if I gain two points and getting rid of Bradley? I don't I don't think I really assessed it properly, but I don't hate it. Like, I'm, I made the decision based on all right ish logic, just maybe didn't, uh, maybe panicked at the last moment, but there you go. So, the defenders are a nightmare. I mean, we've got people like Praz has got concert and Pal now, just sat on oof. his bench with, with flags. There's people, people sat with cash for months. Yeah. You can't go for Moreno or Dean. Yeah. And I think as well, to be fair as well, like I made those, I say it was like individual decisions, but I made Alvarez to Watkins and Bradley to Powell within about 30 seconds of each other. So I could have just done like Bradley to Powell, right? And I would have been very much worse off. So I won't complain too much. So I'm just checking, by the way. So yeah, we obviously have a group chat with us three and we discuss like what our moves are going to be. Is there a separate one with just you two where you both decided to take a minus eight and get the same team? We, We talked about it in the group with you. No. No, we, we, I don't. Well, remember. I'd already done my moves Friday night. And I then, don't. Um, I don't remember you saying, "Seb, I want your team. I'm going to take a minus eight. <laughs> I need to get Raya still somehow. And the one you didn't get was Douglas Louise. <laughs> don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right. Let's have a look at some fixtures then. So we've got Legomani. We mentioned Legomani a lot on this stream. Absolutely lovely stuff. What he does. So make sure you give him a follow if you don't already. So this is Legomani's fixtures. 
Now, I'm not going to lie. I don't know whether you two think the same as me. I am very much just looking at the next couple of game weeks because obviously we don't know what's happening in game week 29 yet. And we don't know for certain what's happening in game week 34 or 37 either. But a lot of us are trying to think about what we're going to be doing in game week 29. Now, there is, again, I've said it at the beginning of this stream, there's the caveat that we're going to find out in the next couple of days. But we are looking at game week 29 as being a game week that is going to be very low on fixtures potentially. There's always going to be some you know, some upsets that happen and there's going to be some fixtures in there that we're not expecting. And even though fixtures have like, say, a 20% chance of happening, they still have a chance of happening. So, you know, every one in five instances, it's going to happen. Now, we do know some teams are definitely playing. So Aston Villa and West Ham are definitely playing. They're playing against each other. Spurs and Fulham are definitely playing. They're playing against each other. Brentford and Burnley are definitely playing. They're playing against each other. Apart from that... We don't know any of the other fixtures that are happening. Now, Rich, if I come to you first, straight away at the moment, obviously it's going to be flexible, but what are you thinking for game week 29? What's I mean, your plan it, yeah, it, to it? It all depends on the cup results now. Yeah. Like I've got, I think, not, well, I've got three defenders I hate, but there's certain <laughs> results that mean I'm just not going to have to free hit. Yeah. Um, and I mean... If Wolves Bournemouth goes ahead, which is looking a little bit less unlikely today, because it looks like Leicester have you know not taken their you know their best team, yeah, um, travelled to Bournemouth, um, and we're going to find out if that fixture happens over two days because we need a result to go right tomorrow night, and then we need a result on on Wednesday night. So something like that, or like Arsenal Chelsea dropping, I think it's going to be for my team. It's going to be really easy to navigate through. Um, if it doesn't fall nicely, or let's say the Man United Sheffield United fixture drops there. I'm probably going to be more than happy with with free hitting. Yeah. Um. And then you look at the Wolves players, you look at the Bournemouth players after 29, and they've got a couple of decent fixtures after. Mm. So with free hit 29, you could probably go a bit bigger on the on the double in 28. But yeah, I've got plans for pretty much every combination. Some of them are free hit, some of them aren't. Yeah. And uh, Seb, Richard just mentioned there about double game week 28. So in game week 28, we have Burnley, and, uh, we have Burnley, we have Bournemouth and Luton that obviously both have the double. Bournemouth in particular have Sheffield United and Luton at home, which is just ridiculous. Luton have Crystal Palace and Bournemouth away. Is is the worry with trying to get to game week 29 without using your free hit, the fact that game week 28, those those Bournemouth fixtures, if Bournemouth don't play in game week 29... You've got to attack those fixtures, haven't you, surely? Like Sheffield United at home, Luton at home. If you only, say, went Solanke because you wanted to make sure you didn't have those Bournemouth players in game week 29 when they blank, you're missing out on something massive there, aren't you? I remember the last time I attacked a Luton fixture. How'd that go? <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I mean, you make a good point. Are you, are you, you're advocating free hit 28 there, then, are you? Free hit 29. Oh, because you'd get Bournemouth beforehand. Yeah. I thought you. I thought you meant free hit. So if Bournemouth okay, cool, cool, don't cool. play in twenty nine, obviously we don't know that. Yet. Yeah, yeah. So, you, so play, you'd like you've... buy a couple of Bournemouth. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. So I've got Solanke, and I think most probably do after this week. One of the. I mean, I was tempted by Senesi in that kind of foul slot. Mm -hmm. I don't think that would have been a sensible, obviously, with you know upcoming fixtures. But I could see people getting one of the defenders. In terms of getting a third, I'm not so sure. Maybe this is one to look at next week when we go through the stats. I know maybe like a midfielder is tempting, but there's not anything that jumps out to me massively. So I wonder if we can get away with two. And then, yeah, you're right. I think 29 is still a pretty likely free hit week. Me, I'm in a very, well, obviously we've got the same team. I'm in a very similar situation to Rich where I need to see how cup results go. 
but I've been gently looking at 29 for a hit for a while. I think since we started looking at uh, Mikel and Lagomane's fixtures, we've all been sort of highlighting 29 as a probable free hit. So I've had that in my mind as I've been planning my team or not planning, just making random transfers on a Saturday morning. But I think double Bournemouth still allows you to go either way because mm. obviously you could bench both of them or you could free hit, out, free hit out of them, of course. So I think I'd want to know about a third Bournemouth, but maybe I'll wait till Scoutcast next week when I look at some tables and let yeah. the numbers make my mind up for me. And I mean, we're talking about Bournemouth there, Rich. If you if you take out Game Week 29, so if they don't play in Game Week 29 and you free hit, you're bringing in Bournemouth players for Burnley away in 27, Sheffield United and Luton at home in 28, in game week 30, they've got Everton at home. Game week 31, they've got Crystal Palace at home. Game week 32, they've got Luton away. So if if you weren't wild card... What about 33, mate? In 33, they've got Man United at home. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but you're looking at that and thinking, actually, you're not... It's not like... Uh, it's not like last week when you know people were bringing in Wolves. I know the fixtures weren't that bad, but they were looking really at that Sheffield United fixture. Those Bournemouth fixtures are, are the best you're probably going to get on a fixture ticker all the way up to game week 32, aren't they? But this is exactly why targeting Wolves players this week against Sheffield United made sense. Because if you get lucky, you get really lucky. Yeah. Um, obviously, we've not got lucky the main week we wanted them for. Um, but because you'll have Wolves, let's say Wolves and Bournemouth do play in 29. Mm-hmm. You can go crazy on the Bournemouth players. Yeah, You've got Wolves players as well, who've still got good fixtures um, beyond the blank as well, ahead of like a probable wild card. And you've just hit, you know, absolutely hit the jackpot. Obviously, it's not gone well this week if you've gone for Wolves players over like a Bowen or a Douglas Louise. Yeah. But then, I mean, to be honest, let's say you were free hitting this week, for example, you would have gone Huang every day over Douglas Louise or Bowen. Yeah. Um, just because they're guaranteed to play in 29 doesn't mean you you wouldn't have done it. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, free hitting 29 could go wrong as well. <laughs> but yeah, I think the good Bournemouth fixtures highlight why people have done it. And I mean, it could still happen. Uh, you know, we're going to have to have our eyes on the FA Cup the next couple of days. Yeah, I, I, I was talking to Mark on Friday, Mark, um, on late tackle on Friday, and I was just saying, with free hit and twenty nine, like you, you just have to attack those Bournemouth fixtures in twenty eight. And I think Seb is right. I think two Bournemouth makes a lot of sense in terms of Senesi and Solanke because I think that third asset is going to be really, really hard to decide who you go for because. I don't think you go for double defence because I know Kirkes has been talked about a little bit, but I think he's still risky with the, how long he was out for. And midfielders, I, I don't really think there's an, any of their midfielders I go for either. I know Tavernier's been mentioned a few times, but he's dreadfully out of any kind of form at the moment. And I know, you know, fixtures obviously don't help, but he really is out of form. Like the, the fans are just kind of ooing every time he does something. And I, I'm I'm looking at it and thinking Solanke and Sinesi is probably going to be enough. But would you kind of try and attack it more Seb I know you're going to look at a few tables and bring them up next week for us but do you think you'd be tempted to go for a third Bournemouth or is that a team that you don't really think you would do I mean I guess similar answer to before when you say team I team I wouldn't do I think I would Mm. big fan of Bournemouth especially you know obviously what was it it was only about 10 weeks in that they maybe looked poor and then it seemed to maybe a bit more than that but it seemed to click a bit right and I think in terms of FPL there's actually quite a lot to like there because there's you know, Solanke, who just seems super nerd for minutes, takes penalties, good numbers, good points, good on the eye, whatever. I think there's some decent defenders who, yeah, they're not the best defensive team, but they're not awful, so they're cheap. Some attacking threats. What we really need, I think, is that midfielder. So like a Sinister or a Tavernier mm. or something like that, that, yeah, we can look at some numbers, maybe look at, you know, minutes and what we think is going to happen. That's probably what would sway me. 
but i wouldn't i wouldn't say that like what you do in 29 is dictated by how many bournemouth you have for example sure maybe the optimal approach is triple bombs in 28 free hit in 29 and set up lovely for that but lots of us might fall in between those two things and i think that's okay i think i might fall in between those two things yeah and rich before we move off this bit as well Two other teams I wanted to talk to you about very quickly are Villa and Spurs because Villa and Spurs have nice fixtures this week. Villa have Luton away, Spurs have Crystal Palace at home. 28 fixtures aren't the best, but then they do definitely play in game week 29. And more importantly, in game week 30, they both got lovely fixtures. Wolves at home for Villa, Luton at home for Spurs. And then they've got, okay, I mean, Villa have Man City away with one of those, but they've got some nice fixtures after that. Do you think they are good investment? I know people were buying Douglas Louise, Paul Torres and that. Do you think that makes sense? I mean, Son has been mentioned a couple of times. You think those are good investments this week? There's question marks over a lot of them, aren't there? As in, I mean, Villa, what the, they lost to Man United. Then they, they've had more injuries. Um, and it was probably part of the reason I didn't want to triple up on Villa straight away. Um, yeah. You know, I was happy again, Wang. And then obviously with Spurs, you've got, you know, is Son, is Son going to play up top? Or is Son going to play on the left? Um you know, they've obviously got a break at the moment, haven't they? Is Poro back? Is Doggy back? Like, we don't know the answers to those questions either. I mean, I'm very tempted with Son this week. And again, that would be, again, it does depend on FA Cup. It's like, if I think I can get through 29 without, you know, without free hitting, Son's going to be massive in that. I'd have Son and Richarlison. And then maybe even look at Madison as well. Mm. But obviously there'd be sacrifices there. Like, I might have to sell Foden for Son. But yeah, I'm looking a lot more, a lot more at Spurs because we talked about Villa already. I'm not sure about the defenders. I mean, which defender do you even pick right now if, if, yeah. if Torres is out for any length of time? And uh, you, you, you mentioned a little bit there as well. I'm just looking at 29 and thinking if we get worst case scenario and we only get the fixtures we've got at the moment, plus maybe what a Man United, Sheffield United, something like that, you know, like, you know, all the other games, the, the um, Premier League teams win. I'm looking at that and thinking... You could go into game week 29 with six or seven players and it's fine because everybody else is going to have six or seven potentially. Like if you look at the fixtures now, what you got Villa, Spurs, Brentford. I mean, some people might have a few of those, I guess, but you could go in with with seven, eight and it'd be okay. You you miss out on such a big opportunity, though, because, I mean, again, look at the players who've hauled this week. They all look. I mean, I know it won't happen the same every week, but it was all the low owned players or lower owned players, maybe players if you were free hitting you would have had as you like your 10th 11th player mm. um, if you see what i mean because like someone like eight nori that would have been a free hit player this week someone like i mean i don't even know if you'd have louise on a louise or bowen on a free hit but i think you're giving up a lot if you're only going with seven or eight players mm. i think i think if you like free hitting this week you probably go bailey like in beach you probably get yeah you probably have like watkins bailey and al maybe marino although marino came off came off in 59 didn't he so that's yeah. not nailed either i think Oh, sorry, sorry. So, no, sorry, I didn't want to talk over you. But I, was, I was just thinking, like, say, say you lose four players in in the in the in that week, and you do a hit to do it. Also, you can save a free hit, so you gain four players in a double, and you're bringing in like an extra Everton doubler. You're not actually gaining any fixtures. I think yeah. the interesting thing there is you mentioned like, oh, maybe six, seven, eight players will be fine. I feel like we said that about twenty six when we were sort of twenty one, twenty two, something like that, when it was on the horizon. I vaguely recall us saying, oh, it'll be fine if you put out eight or nine and that'll be enough. And yet, and I think this was probably part of my Saturday morning decision, 
when you looked around Twitter, when you look, looked around, you know, your, your friends' leagues and everything, I swear everyone was putting out 11, that I didn't even really see any 10s. And at least for me, I definitely think I felt that when I saw, like, you know, full 11s going out and then me wandering over a hit. I was like, yes, take the hit, put out the 11, make sure you match fixtures with other people. And I feel like maybe when we get to 29, there'll be that similar similar urgency, maybe not a good urgency. I mean, it didn't pay off for me, right? I think I'd be in a better position if I hadn't succumbed to that. But you might see teams, you've got six or seven, and you see people putting out nine, 10, and then three hitters with 11, and you go, oh, maybe a minus four here just to just to keep me a little bit content and have enough players is, is the right move. Yeah, I think one thing that I think has changed this massively is, is the Bournemouth double game week in 28. So you're looking at that free hit and thinking, if that Bournemouth double game week wasn't in there I think people would be trying to still build for game week 29 but I think because that's there and you can attack it and the fixtures after it are quite nice as well for say Villa, Spurs, Bournemouth you can get these players in and they're going to be okay after game week 29 as well so it kind of makes sense because obviously the Bournemouth fixture was because of the Tom Lockyer thing wasn't it because obviously that that game got postponed and that's the one that's gone in there so it wouldn't normally go in game week 28 would it so we haven't really had this before have we where we've got a game week 29 blank but the week before it is a is a week you can really attack, and then they might blank in twenty nine. So it's it's a bit of a oh, apart from Liverpool. Scenario. Yeah, well, yeah, true. Yeah, apart <laughs> from Liverpool. Uh, can I just say actually on on that? Um, yeah. I don't know if either of you have looked at Bench Boost twenty eight because one problem I've had actually I was looking obviously at my future plans, hmm. and if I want to bring in Bournemouth players, I've got a real bench headache because I mean Arsenal at home to Brentford for example, and I've got yeah. three of those, um, and if I bring in like Senesi, who's on eight yellow cards by the way. If I bring in Senesi, I've then got to bench Saliba at home to Brentford. Yeah. So I don't think my goalkeepers are good enough to do it unless maybe I bring in Neto. Um, but I think game week 28 bench boost could work and then free hit 29 and then wild card shortly after. I would love to have enough players to have a bench boost. But unfortunately, all my players have now are now rotation risk. So I've got Estepinian. Oh, so do I now he yeah. just doesn't play anymore apparently like there's all these players that i thought were okay Dubravka was was he injured i didn't actually look into that he was ill he was ill because he didn't play either like there's all these players that i thought i had that i now I think don't. he's gonna be all right but... yeah i can't wait to wildcard honestly i cannot wait to wildcard and get rid of some of these dregs uh right let's have a look at mikhail's as well so Mikel's give us gives us the long view in terms of the the fixtures moving forward and when the blanks and the doubles are happening. They show us that in game week twenty eight we've obviously got the big double game week, <laughs> big double game week with Bournemouth and Luton in it. In game week twenty nine you can see the odds there of of how likely it is that they're going to blank. Uh, we've uh, this is all odds obviously that based on the fi- based on them getting through the FA Cup. But obviously anything can happen. So you never know what's going to happen. And every year there's a, there's a something that different that happens. So we'll see what happens. And then game week 34, game week 37 are the other blank and double game weeks as well. So if you don't follow Mikel, make sure you do because he puts these out all the time and they are really, really good. And if you are listening on the pod, make sure you try and grab this on YouTube at some point so you can have a look as well. Right, let's have a look at the over or under results from the double game week. Now, this has been quite interesting. Seb, if I hand this one over to you, because did you do this for us? Yes. Oh, you're such a lovely man. So talk us through then, Seb. Uh, how did everybody If that's all on? it takes to win you over, mate, then that's all I've it got takes. many more Excel spreadsheets where that came from. <laughs> Bet you do. Uh, so talk us through it then, my man. Uh, sure. So, I mean, assuming I've done this correctly, of course, as well, this is probably something we should have been doing for longer, and I will try and pick this up more often 
probably not this season because if you couldn't guess by my late minute Saturday morning transfers, time time is limited. But I think if we do continue this next season, which I think we should, I think it's wonderful. We'll try and keep a bit of a score going. But we did promise we'd look at the double because it was an interesting one. So I'll go through the results. And then, yeah, there is someone that won. But if I'm honest, I think it was Jam. So <laughs> Harland, you gave us a target of 19.5, Andy, which frankly was ridiculous. 90 minutes, he got 10 points. What were you, what were you thinking, that mate? He nearly, he nearly halved it. He nearly halved it. God. <laughs> yeah, so Rich, Rich went under there. I went over. Uh, Rich, Rich took that one. Uh, Jota, then 18.5 target. Obviously, he went down very early. I didn't work this out per minute, but if you did work it out per minute, he'd probably be not far off that 18.5, right? We both went under, however, so maybe got a bit of a gift with the minutes there. Uh, so it's currently 2-1 to Rich there. Uh, a one. I'd have rather had Jota's points than these, than these yeah, points. Yeah, I've coloured that red. <laughs> that should be that should be green, shouldn't it? I've, there we go. I told you the bit mistaken here. Yeah. I've, I've coloured that red saying we both got it wrong, but we both went under. That's right. But yeah. same thing, because we both did the same thing. Apologies if you're watching. If you're listening, pretend nothing happened. Uh, Walker, 11.5 was the target, and he just scraped it, got 12. We both went over there, uh, so so Rich still led by one. Uh, Trent, target 14.5, zero, obviously. No yeah. minutes at all. Both went under and got another little gift there, I think, with the minutes. What a lads. Good process. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Uh, Tony was nine point. Uh, to be fair, I remember when we talked about it, I think we did sort of know he was potentially injured, didn't yeah. we? So... I think, you know, maybe an easy one there, a bit of a gift. Uh, Tony, target of 9.5, did score a goal, but came just under with seven. We both went under, so we're still ahead by one. Then Adebayo, 8.5, but didn't play any minutes. And I think this is the one that I got very lucky on. So Rich went over, I went under. But realistically, it's not like I predicted him to get zero minutes. I predicted him to get under 8.5 based on playing. So I did win that one, which brings us even. But I think I got very fortunate with it. Reggion with 5.5 was the target, and then he returned five. So we both just scraped the under there, Close. so we're still even. And then the last one, Doughty, 7.5. He Die again. One. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, Rich went over, I went under, and so I did just scrape the win there. But like I say, I think if you take out the ones that were sort of won or lost on, like, you know, silly minutes played, like zero minutes played... It's actually a draw because, you know, I went under on Dowdy, who got decent minutes and went under and uh, Rich went under on Haaland, obviously got all the minutes and he was right there. So I varianced my way to a 6-5, but I think on skill it's it's 5-5 five, five or 6-6, six, six, whatever. That's even yeah. Dowdy. Always Dowdy, mate. He's going to be your favourite <laughs> player moving forward. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so thank you for doing that, Seb. Yeah, that'd be good. I think yeah. next year if we do this, each time i think that would be quite a nice way of doing yeah. it to keep track and see might, who... might even get my green and red the right around yeah exactly you never know uh, yeah. right let's have a look at some teams then because our bus teams are looking interesting and obviously our moves are kind of what we think we're going to do at the moment and then it's obviously going to change quite a lot in the next couple of days so at the moment my bus team is i've got Ariola in goal then i've got saliba i'm starting connor bradley at the moment with taylor as well <laughs> Uh, then I've got Foden, Saka, Gordon and Richarlison. Nothing wrong with that midfield, that's fine. And then I've got Haaland as my captain at the moment with Watkins and Darwin. I've got Huang Hee-Chan, Estepinian and Mitchell on the bench and Dubravka as well. Now, there are a few little fires in my team, I'm not going to lie. Estepinian's just been an absolute nightmare. I am 
half tempted. There's two moves I really want to do. I want to finally get Gabrielle in, although it doesn't help me for free hit 29. Uh, it doesn't help me for 29 if I don't free hit. But I'd love to have Gabrielle in if I could for Estepinian because he's been an absolute nightmare. I was listening to the radio, listening to the Arsenal-Newcastle game. And of course, they said Gabrielle had scored. And I just oh, thought I every week, every week he seems to be scoring or coming close. Obviously, it didn't in the end. He didn't even get the assist in the end. But I just keep looking at it and thinking... All those weeks ago when I could have gone Gabrielle instead of Trent and I went Trent. And then last week I could have gone Gabrielle and went Bradley in his double game week. He played both games and Gabrielle still outscored him. So there's been quite a few things there where I'm like, I should have got Gabrielle. And I'm wondering whether I just do it this week. But the other thing is I just do Darwin and Solanke. And just you wouldn't buy Gabrielle. Huh? No, exactly. You, I'm, I, honestly, like you very rarely WhatsApp me. But when you do, it's about Gabrielle. I remember I you WhatsApping me on Boxing Day. I, I searched Gabrielle in our chat, and I, we don't talk that often, and there's 12 matches for Gabrielle. <laughs> Just yeah. in case you're counting, Rich mentioned that you don't talk much twice there in one yeah, I know. In one I also love the, well, the We normally 90s. chat in the group chat or something, but when he wants to talk about Gabrielle, he will just for some reason message me. <laughs> I mean, I also love the 90s singer of dreams. That's that's the other one. I love. <laughs> uh, but no, I know. So I don't think I'm going to get Gabrielle because I need Solanke. And Solanke is going up by 0.1 every night. So uh, I feel like Darwin to Solanke makes a lot of sense. Although... Darwin was running around like mad when they uh, won the, the Caramel Cup. So, yeah. Uh, so I think it's probably going to be Darwin Solanke. The only thing I will say is, though, got a little bit of a bench headache because my front seven looks absolutely lovely if I get Solanke in. And I've got Huang on the bench. And Newcastle can see three or four goals every game at the moment. So I don't feel amazing putting Huang on the bench. But then I don't think I can bench any of the ones I've got there. So, yeah. Any, any ideas, Seb? Uh, rarely. Yeah, cool. Rich? <laughs> it's nice to see someone with worse defenders than me. I know, it's um, bad, isn't it? Yes, I mean, I mean, to be fair, Mitchell and, uh, Mitchell and Taylor are nailed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. Right, moving on to... I mean, <laughs> could you... Is there a world where you roll? Slanky... Well, uh, Darwin Slanky's plays, maybe. Week. But I think Slanky... Yeah, but you play Huang. I mean, Slanky's got burn anyway, yeah, fair. But just let Vincent Company go, haven't they? So I think... I mean, you could roll. It'd be quite nice for then, you know, go grab some Bournemouth. Did they miss that? Quang, Com- they've sat company, have they? I think I saw that earlier, yeah. I didn't see that at all. I didn't know that. Oh, man. I, I mean, I'm hoping I've not misread that. Someone in the chat might confirm if I'm right yeah. or wrong, but I swear I saw a tweet where they they parted ways with them. If, oh, they, if, they, if they're not, apologies, Vincent. I don't not know. that he listens. Yeah, someone in the chat let us know. Uh, right, move on. To, uh, let's get away from my team. Uh, right, let's move on to Rich's team. Go on then, Rich. Talk us through your team so far this week and what you're thinking about doing. I can't see anything about company. No, they haven't. There's oh, just dear. a lot oh. of people comparing him to Van Dyke for some I reason. I have no idea what tweet I saw then. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, yeah, my team, it's the, similar to Seb's but different. So I've got Dubravka in goal, Gabriel and Saliba, and then I need to decide which of my magnificent defenders <laughs> to pair alongside them. Uh, so at the moment, it might be Doughty. Um, it could be Pau Torres if he's fit, and it would never be Estepinian, ever. Um, <laughs> then I've got Foden, Saka captain, Palmer and Richarlison. And then Harlem vice captain, Solanke and Watkins. And my first bench is Wang, which, I mean, it was planned for. Um I'm going to wait for the FA Cup results. I've got a few options here. So another reason I wanted to get Solanke in early is I could do Foden to Salah or Foden to Son. 
Mm. Foden to Salah seems very unlikely. We'll have to know Liverpool are playing in 29 and we need to know Salah's fit. Which, again, I mean, he was celebrating, but not quite as hard as old Darwin Nunes. Yeah. Um, Foden to Son was what I had like penciled in for this week. And I could actually do Wang to Son. Um, again, I, I'd need to know my chip strategy more. Yeah. But, yeah, and then captaincy between Saka and Haaland, that's, that's really close, that is. So you're tempted to take Huang out already? Yeah, I mean, it again, it depends on the FA Cup results. But, yeah, there's certain routes where he will just go straight to Son. Who, I who? don't know if it will be a perfect one. I mean, I think part of me is thinking about that because I don't want to lose Foden just yet. But then Foden probably needs to go quite soon anyway. Who the hell are you going to bench if you do Huang to Son? Yes, so in that scenario, I bench my old mate Cole Palmer. And oh. He's only returned like three times when I benched him. <laughs> I mean, it would be a good team though, wouldn't it? Apart it from would... the defenders. It's the defenders. Stopping me no, from bench boost. No one needs defenders, mate. No one needs defenders. We're fine. Uh, <laughs> Seb, talk us through yours. Please have some better defenders than us. I'm just checking if I'm in sat for my fantasy team because my news is very outdated. Yeah, Seb hasn't got Dallow yeah. anymore. Oh yeah, that was a while. That was a while ago, mate. Um, yeah, the chat, the chat, the chat tell me that uh, that company hasn't been sacked. So I need to. Uh, Twitter's lied to me. That never happens, right? I, I trusted <laughs> it so much. Um, yeah, my team is Briar and Goal, Trippier, Gabriel, Dowerty. Obviously, I've got two defenders on the bench who could both or either play over him. So we'll see if they're they're fit in time. Saka, vice captain, might be captain currently on Haaland. Douglas, Louise, Foden, and Richarlison. Solanke, Watkins, and Haaland, as mentioned, captain up. Top, Flecken, Pao, Hee-Chan, Huang Hee-Chan, and Pedro Porro on the bench. Like I say, probably wait for any fitness news on either of those defenders to play over Doughty. I don't think I play Huang over any of my other players. Maybe Douglas Louise, you know, penalties versus open play threat. But I think it's set up all right. Might switch the captaincy, uh, but we'll see that. I think it's just carried over from last week at the moment. Yeah. No, nice. It's, it's a good team. What, so what... What are you thinking of doing moves wise? Sorry, might just roll, just roll. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Right, uh, and community team. So community team are, are having a good week actually. They got Ariola coming off the bench. They had Dubravka with zero, but obviously Ariola's coming in. They had Ake with six, Saliba with two, Gabriel with two, Taylor with one, Foden with eleven, Saka with ten, Gordon with two, Harla with ten, Watkins with nine, and Solanke with two. I think they were on fifty-four. And they did Jota to Saka, I think it was. Uh, so they didn't do too bad this week. Uh, I'm not sure what they're up to. I will double check because, I mean, you know, they're so, they were been so far behind most of the year. Uh, oh, they haven't actually told me. They haven't told me where they are, which is always a good sign. Uh, but I need to stop talking quite so much about them because they are catching me up. So I'm going to take it a bit easy. It's Seb that's going to give them the... Uh, the hard licks this, this week, mate. What are you going to say to the uh, community team to get them a bit bit stoked? Good luck. I think the best of you, you can do it. Oh, God. Disgusting. Trash talk is terrible. Right. Here we go then. So we got a bit of a Q&A to finish off. So anybody in the chat, chuck us your questions and we will answer as many as possible in the last kind of five minutes. Uh, I don't care what, what they are. Just chuck them in. They don't have to be about FPL. You can ask us anything. You can ask Rich what he was doing in Reading. You can ask uh, Seb. I don't know. What would you ask Seb? Favourite jumpers? I don't know. What do you think? This one. I doing that piece of So I have one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Later. That's That's after the stream. Exactly. Uh, oh, FPL Hazard said Seb is on drugs. 
<laughs> yeah, I think that was that was the company thing. Chat, yeah. chat me, set me straight there. Thanks very much. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I really want to know what I saw that like my brain took away. His company has been sacked. Probably just someone randomly saying like, "I hope he's sacked" or something. Yeah, I don't know. That's 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 not that's not great for my observational skills, is it? Uh, Luke says, "Do I take a minus four for Dubravka to Neto? What do you think, Seb? I mean, I guess that. Like, if we think Dubravka's still ill and you don't have another goalkeeper, I guess that's the scenario where you're thinking, I need a playing goalkeeper and then I get a doubler. But on the surface, a minus four for a goalkeeper doesn't feel the way forwards because it's hard to earn that back. Yeah. Rich? I mean, there'll be scenario. We need to know the FA Cup results and who Luke's got paired with Dubravka. Because it looks like, I mean, I don't think Karius has, you know, been glorious in in his conceding four against Arsenal. So... You'd think Dubravka would get it back. So mm. just depends what illness it is, I suppose. Uh, Dr. David1963 says, if you're going to free hit 29, why not just wild card now, Rich? I think wild card will be easier to set up because you don't want to wild card a load of players that play in the blank. I'd much rather be wild card. And when we, especially as we'll be closer to knowing what's going to go in in 34 and 37. Mm. And actually, like, yeah, exactly. You could be wildcard and then all of a sudden there's loads of fixtures in game week 29 and you're kind of not getting any real upside. About it thing. I mean, if you, I guess if you were going to wildcard this week, you'll at least wait for... I mean, because it could actually become viable this week depending on which fixtures drop and depending on where your team is. But, I mean, right now, I don't really see why. I think the free hit's better poised for it. Seb? I mean, I think you'd still you'd still dovetail it with the free hit, presumably, because that wild card is to set up for future doubles, whether you do it now or later. So the main difference, other than what Rich said, which I agree with, I think the main difference is that's what probably over a month is it in real time until the doubles. If you're wild carding now and you have to set up with, could absolutely come off. But as we know, you know, a month of time for your plans to be undone is is very possible. Yeah, and it's almost two months. Oh, yeah. there we go then. I'm, I'm going to go back to Rich for this one because I know he's got this player. FPL Bighead says, do I take a hit to get rid of Estepinian? The thing is, uh, what's been interesting actually is I've, I've gone into this stream today thinking my defenders are bad. Hmm. Then I've seen both of your defenders. I've seen the community team defenders. Like, this isn't having a dig. I just actually think, apart from Gabriel and Saliba, like, who else do we want? Yeah, exactly. Like genuinely, there's if, no one if really Poro, if Poro putting their hand up. I think he becomes super popular. Say that again, sorry. Sorry, I. That's ah, sorry, Andy. Um, if Poro's fit, I suspect he becomes pretty popular ahead of this period. I mean, Spurs are awful defensively. I mean, you you're probably right, but I mean, he's expensive. I don't. I don't look at. I've not been envious of people with Poro all season. I've not owned him like once. He just reminds me of an expensive Doughty. I'm, I'm gonna like, buy like genuinely. I'm gonna buy a jar, and every time you two <laughs> talk over each other, oh, I thought you meant the Brentford defender. <laughs> what age? Oh, nice. <laughs> that was good. That was good actually. And I spoke over you when I was saying it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a pound. <laughs> uh, Adam Clark says Italian food or Mexican food, sir. Italian. It's the hardest question he's had all season, Rich. Oh, Mexican, but not Taco Bell or anything like that. No, proper Mexican. But Mexican for sure. Nice. Uh, and Rob Jones says, who is the best captain this week, Rich? Um, Saka or Haaland. I'm leaning, I'm leaning Saka. I am leaning Saka. There's some nice options, aren't there? Because, you know, you could... I mean, I don't think anyone's going to, but Solanke and Watkins are probably due for 
higher expected scores than they would get many other weeks in the season. So maybe a shame they're all in one week. But yeah, Saka or Haaland for me, yeah. that will be the decision. Lovely stuff. Right. Rich, thanks so much for joining us tonight. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Yeah, it's been good. I'm actually looking forward to the FA Cup results. I think it's yeah. going to make the game a lot more interesting. Yeah, but genuinely, I am as well. Seb, I hope you enjoyed yourself tonight, my man. Yeah, I did. Thanks, mate. It's been a little while, so nice to catch up. Yeah. And chat, thank you so much for people that are watching live. I think we had about 400 at most, which is lovely, uh, especially when there's football on. And obviously, the next two days is going to change the landscape quite considerably. Thank you so much for people that listen to the pod. We always appreciate you every single week. So, uh, thank you so much. We're going to. I know Rich is going to be streaming again on Thursday, so that'll be good to listen Nine to that. So, so make sure you listen to that because that's going to be massive for what we're going to be doing moving forward. Uh, and we'll see you all very soon. Bye-bye.